be interesting. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and all seasons tabletop studio, it's the undiluted truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode is The Vare's Report by Manufacturer. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. Hey, Mike, have you seen anybody on their best behavior as of late? Uh, uh, Not of late, but we are reporting on it. Oh, my. Oh, Oh my. Oh, carditis. (laughs) Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back again to the Undiluted Truth. My name is Ben. And if you can hear it, maybe you can. We'll see in the edit. But it is pouring rain right now, but... Without any further delay, let's go ahead and welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing this afternoon, sir? I, uh, I'm doing fantastic, and I Wonderful. am I am dry. Uh, well, that's lady, good. Ladies and gentlemen, Just it barely. is pouring down rain, but we, we are <laughs> in oh. the studio. Yeah. And the studio is not leaking, but uh, that's good. the studio does have a metal roof, and yeah, I'm sure you can hear this. Well, uh, I, well, I might be good enough at the edit that they can't. I don't know. Okay. Well, Maybe. If, you, if you can, how sad for you when you hear this. <laughs> Say, or, yeah. or how sad for us because... Uh, That's you, true. Uh, yeah, mean, yeah uh, the, the, the audience might be going, what are they talking about now? I don't, I don't know. I do not know. No. Yeah. But at least we're not watered down. The, let Sorry. Me, the... the the stone cold hard truth is not watered down. We're, That's we're, right. We're coming straight at you with cold hard facts and the truth. Welcome all of you truth seekers and rock tumblers out there. It is our honor and our pleasure again to be coming to you in this manner and on this platform. Absolutely. It really is. And we're excited about it. And yeah. just a, a just a brief disclaimer. We we joke about certain things, and we are lighthearted. And I know that those that listen know that why we are, we would lose our insanity. We would lose our sanity. I we was going to say, that would be good if we lost our insanity. Yeah. Sometimes we do need to lose our insanity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We would lose our sanity, what little we, do, what little we have left. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, if we did not. Uh, find uh, things to be a little bit lighthearted about. But this topic here, the VARES report, yeah. and what we're going to discuss today is far from anything but lightheartedness. So, but uh, we want you to uh, feel comfortable and, and actually um, sort of enjoy uh, this experience of listening to the Undiluted Truth here. Yeah. So, with yeah. Mike and Ben. Mm-hmm. So, 
Let's go ahead and get right into this because I, I wanted to, we mentioned uh, toward the, the end of the episode, the last episode, that we were going to be trying to get into a story. But I thought this was interesting here, Ben, as we walk through this and, and those okay. that have not heard the first two episodes pertaining to the VARES, please go back and listen, listen to those because, you know, we do believe that this is something that needs to be shared Often, yeah. it is their report, yeah. and, when, and when we say there, it's the CDC's report. Um, I think the FDA has some, you know, uh, some input. I think the NIH and I think the WHO. Uh, I think they all have a little bit of input when it comes to this report. But we don't want to get to a place where we say, "Hey, we've talked about this over and over and over again." I, I don't yeah. think you can talk about death that appears to be intentional too too much too right. often yeah i think people need to understand this and they they need to understand what's going on absolutely and when you're talking about this it's not just talking about a tragic accident it's talking about things that are being done intentionally so and this is still in uh, I, I should say, in motion as we speak. It, it's not that it's something that happened years ago and it's not happening Happening today. It is still happening, and yeah. there's manipulations still happening, mm -hmm. and there is deceptions that are still attempting to be perpetrated on the American people and it's, it, it, the worldwide as far as that goes. Right. So we believe this is important. So... Let's get right into it here. And what we're going to take a look at today, uh, Ben, is and for the listeners, is the myocarditis and pericarditis by age and by manufacturer and manufacturer. And for some reason, this particular report, and it is a report coming right off of it, and before we go any further, we're gathering this information from openvares.com. That's open as you open a door, V-A-E-R-S.com. Right. Yeah. So you can go there and pull all of this up yourself. And we've said it before, this is a great uh, place to gather this information, even if it, <laughs> even if it is sort of saddening. But the... The manufacturers that are listed here are, number one, is unknown. And now, I, I find that just based on the report. So you're telling me that there are 626 cases of myo-slash-pericarditis by an unknown. That's yeah, how how would you not know what vaccine you got? I mean, that's, if you're reporting that, that's this, yes, that's I mean, interesting. That's where to you're me. going? Yeah, with, exactly, right? exactly where I I'm mean, going. That that's even a category unknown. Well, I, I mean, well, okay. is 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 there like a you know, like slash the the guy running through town slashing tires or well, something, and, and he's he's causing well, I, uh, myo and, and, and pericarditis right, yeah. to people. through And, and, and well, ladies I mean, and gentlemen, being VARES, this is not just myocarditis and pericarditis, which is heart disease. 
right. heart attacks, okay. heart failure. Right. It's all that caused by a vaccine. Yeah. So, so but I just wanted the, uh, our audience to to know that's where we're going with this. Okay. Uh, you had a question, I, I, obviously. Well, I mean, it's just an, uh, an or an observation. Uh, yeah, observation of your your reporting there. Uh, it, it, I mean, unless unless it's like, um, okay, we we said that in in the first uh, in part one that uh, the public could report. Yes. Right? Yes. So unless it was somebody that was reporting the fact that they had this, but they had no clue why. But then why would you be reporting it? Well, now back up, back up. They think they, it was they, from. they had this and they're sure it was because of a vaccine, but well, they don't know who the manufacturer was. You didn't know the, what yeah. shot you went and got. Yeah. So like, well, so, I mean, I get that. Okay. If you go to get your standard flu shot, right? Mm -hmm. Do they tell you the manufacturer of the flu shot? So you might not know if you're reporting only it. only if you ask, and we went through that before the you know the flu shot thing, right? But so you might not know the manufacturer if they don't put it on your paperwork or something. That's that's right. And if they only put got flu mm -hmm. shot or whatever. Yeah. But let's so, go back. So to, you might not know in that yeah. regard. Yeah. Yeah, but but, but, but yeah. we're going to go back to if you remember on the very very first episode we talked about how critical the documentation on reporting this is oh, yeah, and yeah. and right and the criteria that needed to be followed and if yeah. not the the, yeah. the, the consequences consequences uh, that would be levied upon those so mm -hmm. I, I don't know how you wouldn't know um I, and, know. and and unless it was just yeah. un unremarkable record keeping is is probably <laughs> the way to put it you mean unmarkable yeah, un, 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 unmarkable record, unmarkable. Yeah, that's the old invisible ink trick. Uh, whoa. Yeah. Uh, it's either, well, let's just, let's go to the next three that are listed in their report. Is, is right. Janssen, which I'm about 99.9% .9 sure that's the Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. And okay. Moderna and Pfizer are the next three. So unknown could be one of the three. Huh. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. Or it could be the one that's missing on this report for whatever reason is AstraZeneca. And I, we talked about that. That one was shut down almost yeah, right away. So right. maybe, you know. So we've got the unknown. And I just read to you the yeah. reports. And these reports go from 2010, which are very minuscule. I mean this is not COVID related. So the re report shows these little slashes of what could have been okay. reports of myocarditis and pericarditis through, right. through vaccines. But huh. this thing sky skyrocketed in 2021. Hmm. Go figure. So, just to give you an idea, by year and by number and by age, uh, reports of each one, which is which is kind of strange. But I, I don't want to get in the weeds too much and get into a lot of the ages. We can 
we can get into which vaccine is showing up the most <laughs> unremarkable, if you will, from 2021. So okay. that's 29. So in 2021, we had 29,414 cases of myocarditis, myo, just let's just say heart issues from the vaccine. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And keep in mind, that's 29,400 of what the experts are saying, one to 10% accurate. Right. So we know that number is right. extremely high. Okay. So that's in 2021. Okay. And in 2022, so in, in these two years, these are full reports. And of course, in 2022, you know, this is through August the 26th. So it's it's pretty much up to date as we're as we're giving this. It's yeah, a, that's like what week and a half, two weeks old. Yes. So you've got twenty nine thousand four fourteen and twenty two thousand seven sixty eight. So you're looking at roughly fifty one fifty two thousand people in the last two years. Wow. That have had heart issues and resulting some in death and it doesn't break that apart but it just this this was the this was the cause and this was the causation if yeah. you, if if you will yeah so you've got so with that number the 51,000 number right in those two years you would Rather have had the <laughs> the unknown vaccine, so that's we're just gonna yeah. we're gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. we're gonna throw that one off, okay, or throw that one out. But the Johnson and Johnson is showing nine seventy seven reported nine hundred seventy seven events reported. Oh. Okay. and the next in line uh, competing for the unremarkable Ooh. is. Moderna. All right. They had 11,610 reported. And of course, that okay. leaves uh -huh. Pfizer, right. which is rolling like gangbusters uh, in this report's 39,297. So, it, I, no, now I, you're talking cumulative still of both years? Yes. Both. Okay, because that wasn't just one year. Oh, no, no. Oh, that, okay. That was two All years. Right. That was two years by one. By one, one manufacturer, one manufacturer, right. okay, and you know, and there again, it's you know, right, one to two percent correct is what we feel based on our studies. So, by looking at, at this, if you were to go to Vegas and do a little gambling, uh, you would not want to get the Pfizer mm. based on numbers. <laughs> and yeah. you would not want to get the Moderna. So if, if you just wanted to play a little Russian roulette, sort of, uh, yeah. while you're playing blackjack or whatever. Why not? Uh, right? The Johnson & Johnson would be the way to go. Mm. So you would have a, uh, a lower, you know, a, a lower amount or a lower chance of yes. contracting myocarditis, pericarditis, and even death. So... I, I saw. I, I thought that was very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, uh, 
And I also thought that these numbers of ages uh, were interesting in just the the total number. Okay. Uh, so there were over 10,000 cases reported between the ages of 12 and 25. Oh, right. Uh, 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 my, go ahead. I misread that. Between 4,800 4, between 12 years old and, and 25. 25 years old. Now, that's remarkable. I would like to get the number of the 12-year-olds, but and would, that's, but that's still that's prime age. That's all manufacturers, though, or just a specific one that you're talking about right now? That is the – looks like the Moderna. Okay, so that's just Moderna – for the two years, correct? Yep. Nope. Nope. Um, my bad. My bad. But the, you really have to be careful looking at this report. This is... All right. Well, uh, let's get it right. Yeah. We, no, we've got to get it right. We've got to get it right. Undilute the truth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, that is all ages... Uh, I'm sorry. 12, to, uh, 12 years old to 25 years old. All manufacturers. All manufacturers for the two years. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. But that's still, what was it, 4,800? Yes. You said roughly? Right. Okay, just in that age group. So Yeah. Well, you say, okay. you say you know, I mean, right. all, all years, I mean, all years with the the myocarditis is, is really two. Right. <laughs> I right. mean, because it's, it's, it's the COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's so, a report. The higher number is the age ages twenty five to fifty one. Okay, uh, that is sort of, I guess, uh, sort of clear. I, I, I mean, and, and here I am. I'm saying sort of clear. It is becoming more unclear as I'm looking. <laughs> oh boy! I'm looking at these cases. So. Uh, let me. I've got it. I've got it broken down here. Uh, okay. By by ages in in cases of of all. So the twelve through twenty five, and this is this is cases of all the manufacturers that are involved. And I just had to scroll down a little bit. That's the forty eight hundred, the twenty five, and that was the ten thousand, the twenty five to fifty one. Okay. Age group is ten thousand, and and that's the highest. And then it starts as you get older into fifty one to sixty six, sixty six, and on up. The number gets lower. So hmm. the highest number that is affected by all manufacturers is the twenty five to fifty one age group. Right. Yeah. Well, what what would also be interesting uh, correlation to me is the, what's the proper term, the effectiveness, quote-unquote, of each manufacturer versus the, quote, uh, we're talking deaths right there, right? No. We're, that was still no, myocarditis? The, 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 yes. That was still myocarditis. Well, I would still not. like to see the ethic, efficacy? Is that the, the term? Effic efficacy, yes. Efficacy. Right. I would like to see that correlation along with each manufacturer's 
numbers, if you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So what I'm what I'm getting at is is the like the better one does it have less um, myocardi- myocarditis res- you know incidences or is it well the 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 worst one or you know that you can get has the lowest but the best one has the highest you, you see if you see what I'm saying right so it would be interesting to see that correlation in my opinion well that that would definitely be interesting but not sure where we could find that but well if you well yeah you know. because they they've got some interesting graphs here and they even get into post dose 2 post dose 3 post dose 4 you know and numbers there i i think mm-hmm. If you go, which one has the best efficacy as far as you know myocarditis? You know, you might go, well, this one does, but no, I was but 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 that one's high on miscarriages. I was meaning overall against quote COVID. Oh, that's what I was meaning, and then oh, I see, and then correlate them with all the side effects and see which one. Right. If you see what, yeah, Yeah, that's what I was. That that might not even be on the. Well, I don't even think that that wouldn't be on. They would have because that's not an adverse (laughs) event. Right. But yeah. But, but I just I but, just thought that would might be interesting. But that you could cross reference that with this and then go to find right the efficacy. But we know that based on what we've seen in the past that there's not much of an efficacy, especially after the original spike protein, because the vaccines right. were targeting yeah. that initial spike and anything yeah. that shot off of that. You know the Absolutely. Omicron, the you know the the, uh, the Delta, um, the Delta, the Omicron, BA4, three four BA four three four five, right. all of those. The this original vaccine is is not even targeting that. It's it's not going to do anything. So the efficacy is is really, you know, zero. You know, yeah. it's not a hundred percent of it. You know, it's just none because it's not just looking for looking for something that's not even there. Right. So. But just just the numbers, the total numbers of all ages that they're reporting of myocarditis and pericarditis in those two years is 51,879 wow. of all ages. Yeah. And we don't know in that number based on this report, the, the deaths, but we do know that Pfizer seems to be the one that, has more of whatever is in it that's causing the myocarditis. Mm. And we know that, I mean, just you go back to the red box summaries. I mean, you know, you've got permanent disability, shingles, severe allergic reactions. You got life-threatening, heart attacks, miscarriages. You know, there's all kinds of things. I just wanted to bring that one picture to... Yeah, you know, uh, to our listeners. And Mm -hmm. I mean, all of this is stunning to me. And we know a family member, and I think I mentioned this on the other episode, a family member that had that, and he was in the military, and he's not anymore, a young man in his prime, was vaccinated uh, a a few years back, and myocarditis, and this young man can't exercise or do hardly anything, and has been, you know, discharged from the military. Hmm. Uh, sad, right? So yeah. this, I mean, nobody wants this, and you, you've got fifty-seven thousand permanent disabilities. So, I, I think 
we need to re- we need to look at these things and and see the reality of what's going on here. Yeah. And this this is you know the old proverbial. It's nothing to sneeze at, you uh-huh. know. Right. It's no. This is something that we need to talk about. This is something that people need to know. So, I wanted to kind of slide in to a story. All right. From in a actual true story, which was almost a year ago. And I'm getting. I'm. I, I read this story in Epoch Times, and it just. It's stunning, and I want to sort of read through this and share this story because we know these things are still going on, and it and it really, when you see these things happening, I, I, I'm I'm still in a little bit of disbelief, thinking that that's still happening around the world yeah. in different places, and it and it really is. Um, so I, I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and begin here with this, this gentleman's name was Greg Irley. He was admitted to the hospital on September the 22nd, 2021, which is almost right at a year ago. So yeah, about a, a right. year ago. And I'll get his, I think he was in Oregon, but we'll confirm that. So in 2021, he was admitted to the hospital. Irley... Irley was not allowed to stay with her husband. That, that's uh, wife Joanne was her name. Uh, so she stayed in communication through texting. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he was getting better, she said, until Greg reported that he hadn't been receiving hydration for a week. His, wow. his quote was, I think, I think they are stopping taking care of me. She called the doctor asking for basic fluids and vitamin D, C, and zinc treatment for Greg, her husband. (laughs) All right. The doctor yelled at her saying, I don't know what research you're looking at, but we're not doing that. That's not what we do. And she's just stunned. Her husband texted her again, and he said he was losing body mass rapidly and that he wasn't being fed. Please help make sure there is a plan to get me out of her out of here. Her husband texts. Mm-hmm. Now, throughout his stay, his response, his report was that he was seeing less and less medical staff, and she said that she was getting fewer updates on his condition. And on September thirtieth, so it's been from the twenty second, so eight days. Mm-hmm. She said Greg made a 39-second call to the Tualatin Police Department, and there again, I'm not sure exactly what state will we'll get that. So he makes a call to the police department, though the department has no record of the call. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. The next day, she was told that her husband, Greg, needed to be put on a ventilator or else he would die. Mm-hmm. Of course, she said, we said yes. We we had to give him a chance. Now we're on October the 1st. The staff called to tell her that Greg needed protein since there were no protein drinks in the ICU, is what they said. 
So Arlie needed to go out and get one for him. And when she gets back, she gets to the front door, the National Guard is there at the entrance, and she said she still wasn't allowed inside and had to leave it at the front desk. So they don't have protein drinks. She's got to go get him one. She gets to the front door, the front desk. She can't go give him anything. This is only a year ago. This is yeah, just last well, year. Yeah, this was back when they still weren't, quote, letting people into yeah, the Yeah, in hospital. certain places, but I know in, I know in other places. I mean, yeah. it, it just depends on what part of the country you were in. Yeah, I'm I would like to know and do some research on that. But I'm thinking uh, it's Washington and Oregon because I recognize oh, the name yeah. from when I was out west. But yeah, well, see, I'm thinking it was Oregon because yeah. it, it, at the top uh, top of the story. So when she got home, she received a call from the hospital staff telling her there had been an emergency and that Greg needed to be ventilated immediately. Later, she spoke with the doctor who ventilated Greg, and he reported to her that Greg was in no way close to death and that his lungs just needed a break, okay? However, on October the 5th, hospital staff reported to her that the ventilator had stopped working and that she and her children needed to come to see him. And when she got there, she, she, she's, she's saying that, I, I don't understand what happened between October the 1st and the 5th, she said. The doctors didn't offer any, any information. Mm none of this is adding up, she said. And she had no time to process any of the multiple inconsistent reports from the hospital staff. Here's her quote. I had to come in quickly if I didn't want my husband of 30 years to die alone, is what she was told. My kids and I watched as he took his final breath. My 21-year-old daughter was so distraught, she had to be taken out of the hospital in a wheelchair. As they were leaving after he passed on October the 5th, so he was brought in on the 22nd. Right. He passes. I mean, we see what was taking place. Two weeks? Yeah. Not being fed, not mm -hmm. being hydrated. Doctors aren't listening. She's recommending things. They don't, they're not even giving him protein drinks. So she says a hospital staff member yelled at them to get vaccinated. The family. Greg had already been hesitant to go to the hospital, she said, because he had been hearing stories describing poor treatment specifically of the unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. Greg couldn't take the COVID-19 vaccine because he had a history of negative side effects from the flu vaccine, she said. I'm sorry, but it's my body. Mm -hmm. I should... In this country, I should still have a say. And oh, by the way, we are not under some crazy emergency use act or any emergency in the country. And we weren't even a year ago. There was no emergency. There was all kinds of wonderful treatments out there for people. We know that today. And they knew it back then. Yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was during this time when the president was mandating vaccines for the employees on several fronts, private businesses, federal contractors and, and, and healthcare workers. So when she got Greg, Greg's medical records, she said she found that he had been given a combination of drugs such as morphine and fentanyl. It was documented, documented heavily how he was losing weight and he was self-feeding, she said. 
Now think about that. He's self-feeding prior to all of this, and this was documented. He was also listed as a fall risk, so they tied his hands down and had him sedated. How could you be so sedated in charge of feeding yourself? It makes no sense. Yeah. Joanne said he lost 25 pounds in the course of 12 days. She was connected with a nurse who heard her story and told that she had witnessed COVID-19 patients being treated similarly, and these cases almost always ended in death of the patient. The patients were all scorned because of their unvaccinated status and were given a combination of sedatives and the anti antiviral drug remdesivir. Hmm. Go figure. Mm -hmm. They were also kept isolated and malnourished and ultimately put on a ventilator before dying. I mean, this story just continues to go on, and this is this is just beyond sad and beyond evil. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in there intentionally not giving people. The doctors are screaming at them. People are saying are, are hollering at them because they're not vaccinated. This mm-hmm. is this is absolutely unreal. This yeah. is Orwellian. I mean, are you kidding me? That, and, and, and you know what, Ben? This story is in the United States of America. Yep. A healthy 51-year-old that had no health problems going in and was just left there basically to die. And yep. now, you know, I mean, I could almost... I. I I could only imagine what the family is. It's only been a year, and I'm sure they're still trying to put pieces together. It's a, it is a wonderful story in here of that nurse who herself was scorned and, and fired from her job, but she is going around helping people now uh, hmm. in cases like this. And we, we may follow up on this. I know we've about run out of out of time here. But I wanted to share that on the back end of their reports. Yeah. And I guess in their minds, oh, he's just another red boxer. He's just another one on the on the list. And what we don't know is, I believe, the majority on the list. And if we do the math, the list is over two to three million mm-hmm. of deaths. I believe the majority of those on the list were murdered, period. Yeah, I'm um, with you. Now, you can call it first degree, second degree, or whatever, but it it's an atrocity, and people need to hear it, and people need to wake up, open their eyes, and do their research. Yeah, agreed. And... We are going to continue to do everything here to help people to hear these stories and to help wake people up. Um, You know, I heard something the other day, and we'll close with this. Um, It was a quote about an individual that uh, went speaking basically 
in favor of our constitution and you know in the in the state of affairs we've been in in the last three years and he, the there was a a young woman who wanted a selfie with this gentleman mm-hmm. you know right and he said well make sure you share this on all the social media and everything and he was a well known individual okay and and he you know and people would see him and know what he stood for and she says oh no i can't do that i live in a very very uh uh, uh liberal neighborhood that that they're really anti you know what you're all about so i I couldn't dare put that up there my husband uh, you know he's he's known in the where he works and yeah he didn't say it to her but in his in his talk he had mentioned you know if you're speaking out about your your convictions Right, your uh, your beliefs, your firm belief, and you, whether it be your patriotism or or what you're for or what you're against, if you're speaking out, but you're afraid to stand, he said, then you really don't have those beliefs at all. I thought, wow, that's there's that's, some truth to that's that. That's pretty I guess. powerful. Yeah. He says, yeah. you can see you can say right. it, but if you're not willing to stand, then you don't really carry the beliefs, right? Yeah, I think that's something to to ponder yeah. as we as we close out this afternoon. Hmm. Well, let's let's have a a word of prayer, Ben. Father in heaven, we do thank you that we can be here, dry, not in the rain, in a safe place today. We thank you for your many blessings upon us. We thank you for the gift of life. We know that our next heartbeat, our next breath is owned by you. And we we thank you and we ask that we continue to be humbled and, and grateful for those things. We want to lift up that family that we read about, be close to them. We want to lift up all of those that are on the list and those that aren't, that have been affected by what is going on in this country and around the world. We pray for those that they will continue to to seek truth diligently and may your presence be felt to guide and lead them and give them the strength to make it through just another day. But Lord, we know that there is a day coming when all of this will be behind us. We want to be part of that number. So we pray special prayer for all of our listeners. Ground all of us in your faith. Give us the strength to carry on. Give us the strength mentally and physically to stand up and not just speak our convictions. And Lord, when we fall, or when we doubt ourselves, or when we don't stand, maybe at one moment or another, Lord, we ask that you forgive us and help us to do it the next time. And until the next time, as always, we ask and pray that every intent of our thought be pure. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth, 
And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.